Hi, I'm Lorraine, the Lifetime Coach. Welcome to my podcast. This is a space to come together and be inspired on your path to self-love, the most important journey you will ever take. I am a spiritual life coach and look forward to exploring spiritual practices, tools and methods with you to unlock your inner strength so no situation in life is greater than you. Remember, everything begins with one small step. I am really excited to welcome Maureen to the show today. Maureen's going to talk to us about spiritual practices we can all use in our daily life. It's been said that the best coaches all have coaches in their life and for me Maureen is my mentor. I turn to her for the best of advice and someone that I know she will keep me accountable and grounded. Maureen is a Reiki master, an angel card and tarot reader and she's a mother to five fabulous children. She has the most amazing outlook on life and she never takes herself too seriously. I look up to her and she never fails to make me laugh. So without further ado, I give you the fabulous Maureen Quinn. Hello Maureen. Morning Lorraine, or good afternoon I should say. Um, Lovely to speak to you and I'm honoured to be on your podcast. Well, you are the first guest on my podcast and you know, privately we've spoken and you know how excited I am to have you and it was always going to be you. You had to be the first guest. I don't say it lightly. You know that you are my mentor in life and you are just fabulous and all anyone that follows my podcast or follows my socials always hears me talking about tools and you know this the circle that you have and you are amazing we were only talking about it this week and my circle in life is not as big as it once was but the quality is just massive and you are a huge part of that. You know how much we talk. Um, yes. So I am just honoured to have you here because you are just such a huge part of my life and you know that. But talking about our spiritual practices, we can call them spiritual practices, we can call them tools, um, just things that get us through the day, what makes, you know, what makes our life easier and um, what keeps our cup full. I am just dying for you to share with people some of the things that you do because you never fail to pass on new things to me. So I'd love you just to share with people that are starting on their journey, things that you think that they could start bringing into their life and things that you use. Yeah, I don't know if this will make sense to you, but back in the day, like I would be brought up Catholic and stuff like that. uh, I would have went to mass every single day, every day. And I would have been touching the statues and the hearts and this novin and that novin because I've seen that in my family home. And then I suppose I branched out from it and I kind of came up with the kind of the idea of I could be going by Ryanair, someone else could be going by Aer Lingus. So what worked for me was nature. What worked for me was, yes, it's nice to go into a church and it's nice to light some candles. And it reminds me of my grandmother, my father, and, you know, it'll always be in me. And but at the same time, I felt my spirituality was so much more than labeling a religion. And I often believe like somebody could be vegetarian like yourself and somebody else could be eating steak. And, but we're all going to, we're all getting food from source and whatever feeds you is what will work. And what feeds me is nature. When I was a young child, I used to sit in a tree all the time, my tree. It was like my horse. I thought it was a, you know, I just loved it. And when all it got, and now I'll always see or I go to forest and, I, you know, we have a place in Wexford and um, I stand at the sea and we do a ritual. I suppose, yeah, you would call it real. And anything that has happened in that week from something with my family, my children, my friends, my clients, I just, when the waves are going out, 
the problem is going out. When the rate is coming in, it's like cleaning the problem. So or the wish or the affirmation or whatever I want to create or let go of. And then I hold hands. If I'm on my own, I do it by myself. But if I'm with Stephen, which I usually am, I hold hands and I say, have you anything to say? And he'll say, no, you said it all or whatever. Or he may add to it. And then we just go, I love my life. And that's exactly the tone we say it. And we laugh at the way we say it because we could say it in any tone, but it's just like a lightness. And then we pick up some pebbles or some shells. And I look, if you took a picture of me, and I'm not talking about look, but light, before we go to the sea and after, there's a difference. I just get so healed. And that's, you know, so yes, I can go to the church and light a candle. I can light a candle in my house and Reiki. I can, you can do Reiki yourself. But the main thing for me is, Hugging trees, yes, it's as mad as it is, or being in water because I'm maybe only. So, is that a question? Yeah, that's brilliant. And it is. Um, I'm smiling because I know how connected you are with nature, and I know how you always bring our intentions with you too, and it really does work. And I suppose that's what we're looking at. I mean, some people might listen and think, no, that's not for me. This, you know, something else is, is for them. And that's great. It's just literally finding what is it that fills you up? What is it that fills your cup? Um, will you tell people about your shower, your intentions when you're in the shower? I love this one. Yeah, like I, when I'm in the shower, say you get up in the morning and you have a shower and I'm, you know, I'm going to have clients or do whatever. Sometimes I don't do it. But if I think of it, I'll stop. And as I'm washing myself with the shower, I'm washing away all the worries but you know with your arms I'd be kind of shaking myself off like a dog shaking off the negativity and but are washing letting the the negativity down the drain but if I've had say a challenging day and I've had my shower in the morning I will hop into the shower in the afternoon and make that intention that this shower is to wash away if we want to call it the you know the negativity or the stuff that kind of irritates me or if I have time which I usually would at the weekend I'd have it like it's in Himalayan spa, or haven't got them normal salts. And it's again, like if you take magnesium, say it's good for your body and your mind, stay the same with Epsom salt, but it releases that. And it's a ritual. It's, I light my candles, I sit in the dark, and I stay in it till the last drop of water comes out of that bath. And sometimes I'm cold, I'm like, oh no, I don't want this, but it's just a ritual. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's. Still little technique. You know, I don't have a bath. You have a bath, have a shower. Do you know what I mean? If you don't have a shower, you know, go into puddles, do something around water. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And it is one, it's one of the things that I, I actively do now. And as you said, it's the intention. So many of the things that we do is an intention. And what I love about you, you're always so in tune with what you need. You know, you'll say to me, gosh, you know, today I feel this way or today in our last podcast we talked about the importance of checking in with yourself and it is it's a you know when you, when you start it seems like such a huge task gosh I have to sit here every morning and see how I am and what I need but it's that thing of the more you do it it just becomes second nature I don't even think about it now and it's the same with you and I suppose that's where I say you're you're my, you're more than a mentor it's you know but you're 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 yeah you mean so much but I say to you gosh, I feel this way. And we bounce ideas off each other. And it, it is literally just coming up with what it is that you need in that day. And I love the one for the shower because it is where we're, we all get so surrounded with negativity and you know, picking up different people's things. And I just love that intention of literally washing them off. And um, 
I mentioned there in the intro that you have five fabulous children and I know how close each and every one of them are with you and I know how they're all so different but they can be so similar as well and they're so tight-knit but what I want to ask you what you know the importance of breaking cycles in our life and you've just been so amazing to them and I think it's such an honor to you of how tight-knit they are. They're all so close and they're all cheering each other on. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the most important thing to pass on to your children? As in, when I, when I was coming up with a, a name that I liked, I came up with the Lifetime Coach and it wasn't by accident. The reason was, I find if when you learn your methods and you learn how to love yourself, that is literally, it's something you're gonna take through for your life, it is a lifetime. But I was always so aware it's things you're going to pass on to your children. And I see it as a mother now too, the things I pass on. And I would have loved somebody to have been able to pass them on to me. But I always hear your kids. I don't think it was yourself. I think it was one of your daughters that said about the shower. And I loved it when I heard it. And I knew it's just so you. What, like, what would you advise people to pass on to their kids? What do you wish, you know, if you could go back to little Maureen? What would you have loved to have known growing up? If I was to go back to, I'll call her little Mo, but if I was to go back to little Mo, I would want to tell her, first of all, that you are beautiful. You are intelligent. It's okay to be tall. It's, you know, all, it's okay to, you know, the things that we've had. But I literally would feel that it's okay to be you and to encourage them that to be the best person they would ever be in their life is themselves to look into the mirror, you know, and what you, you know, when we look in the mirror, we might see something we don't like, a defect, but when somebody, like when I look at you, Lorraine, I'm looking at the bluest eyes ever, but you could be going, oh, my roots need to be done or something, but people look at the whole symmetric. Now, I know that and I can teach that, but when I would look into the mirror, something would jump out at me that I wouldn't like, but to encourage my children to love all of them, their defects and all, their shortcomings, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like if you, you spoke to like some of my children and we are very close, but we became close through the years. But I think my five children all think that they are my favorite. And I have so much fun about that because they'll all say, oh, it's definitely Patrick in America and it's definitely Tracy and it's definitely Anne, it's definitely George, it's definitely Alan. But I, I smile because that's what I want. Yes, they are all my favorites, you know, and there's different you know, you'd have a different relationship with your daughter that you may have with your son and stuff like that. But what I would try and encourage them is to be the best version of them and look in the mirror and say, you know, I want to be your friend. You're my best friend. I know I can trust you. I know I love you. And if they can get that, it sounds like, you know, like a cliche, but they're guaranteed to be with themselves forever. And no matter where they go, relationships come and go, people, you know, through life circumstances, but you will always be with yourself. So start with the core and love yourself. So I would go back and tell like little Mo, you are good enough. You are enough. And I love you. And I'm very proud of you. So when I can do that in me, I can portray that to my children. Yeah, it's true. Um, it was once said to me that the more of your own personal work you do, the more your children flourish. And it's only I spoke openly about the fact that I ended up in counselling. But I learned so much about myself. Um, and I have to say, I can see all the things that I was learning and all the things I wish that were handed to me as a child. I can see them coming through in my children. Like my children don't, don't question why they do these positive affirmations. They love it. 
like especially my middle child she's so self-assured anyway Megan and I'll say to her okay yeah like say with me I am special and the smile and she's like I am special like she really believes it um and it's just lovely like because we're obviously both Irish and we grew up in a in a culture where it wasn't okay if someone gave you a compliment it was never okay to say thank you you had to get rid of that compliment like if someone liked your top you'd have to say this oh my gosh this was like you know this was on five quid and pennies like isn't that true (laughs) like it was not okay I remember we were getting ready to go on holidays and I was working in a supermarket and I was only in school and uh, I got on really well you know with the older women and they were like see you Lorraine have a great holiday and I said oh thanks I will and I was in trouble when I got home because you weren't meant to say thanks I will it was meant to be oh I won't be long and I'll be back or you know it was accepting the compliment and for me, that's what I think is so important about breaking cycles for our children. You know, like I'll have my children every day, starting their day, being thankful for something and positive affirmations. And knowing it's okay, no matter what somebody looks like, like you said, you can look whatever way you want. Um, you can believe, just accepting people. And I love the fact that I see them now just accepting themselves. And when you explain some things that happen in the world, they can't believe that someone will be judged on how they look. They just, just really, they don't understand that. Um, so it is, isn't it? It's just so important for us to break these cycles and to build our children up. Yeah, because I think it's in every child when they're born. We come into the world, like, as you know, pure and full of light. And I, as a very young child, like I would have said to my mom who reared me, my birth mother died when I was born. Then my mom, since I was 15 days old, so... She was my mom, um, but my mom would, would say to me, um, I'd say somebody really loves me or I think I'm lovelier. And she would be literally on the ground laughing at me that I was so confident. And I'd, go, I'd be looking at her so confused, like, why? I know I'm really good and I know I'm amazing and I know I'm this. And she just laughed so much. And even at the age of 14, I said to her, I'm going into town to get a job. Like I was tall, five foot seven, so I looked older. And she said, oh, you're getting a job. And I went, yeah. And I looked at her like, I thought I just told you that. And But she said, but how can you be so sure you're going to get a job? I said, because I'm not coming home till I have one. And I don't know if I'm allowed to mention stores here. But mm-hmm. I I went into town and anyway, I got a job in one of the top. I'm allowed to say this, the name? Yeah, of the course you are, yeah. Friend Thomas now, which was Switzer's back in the day. And if we were from Crumlin and Switzer's. We never shopped in Switzer's. It was quite posh. And I came home and I told my mother I got a job in Switzer's. And she's says, I don't believe you. I can still hear her Dublin accent and I said yeah but I told you I was getting one so I was working the law of attraction even then but then as you get older and life circumstances it chips away and chips away and chips away but we all have it you know what I mean like yeah. back to airlines like I had more baggage than it. I would have had more baggage than any airline but now I know what were we born into I think we I believe that we chose our life journey we chose our parents we chose our decisions to become the person that we are and you know how can we talk the talk we haven't walked the walk you know what I mean yeah and like I have a lot of surnames for for different reasons it wasn't legally adopted and you know then I got married a couple of times because I didn't learn the lesson the first time but it's it's all about you know learn to laugh at yourself learn to believe in yourself and rather than, oh, I used to call it the poor me pity pot. I have five children on my own. And, you know, but now I, I, you learn from that. Yes, I have five children on my own. I've done a great job. And yeah. like you, Lorraine, we're breaking that pattern for, as you said, the cycle for our children. And that is what my, 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 you know, my brother said to me years ago, 
what's your ambition when you grow up? And uh, I was, and I, I looked at him, I said, to have six children. He said, no, I didn't mean that. I'm like, I was only about 16. He said, no, I mean, what's your ambition? What do you want to be? And I said, well, I think I'd like to be a hairdresser, but my ambition is to have six children. And he said, but you, you do not aim higher because, you know, and I said, I, I think the high, I aim in high for six children is, he said, no, I'm not talking about children. I said, no, I'm talking about children. You asked me a question. What is my ambition? And my ambition is to be a mother. I can't, can't wait to be a mother and I will have six children. And um, I, I have five and I did have seven pregnancies. And my oldest daughter, Tracy, was a twin that I lost in the beginning. So basically, you know, I did achieve my ambition. But to him, I can still see the look at me and going, oh, I mean, you're what do you want to be? Like, what's your degree going to be? So my degree has been being a mom and it's brought every challenge. And I think I bring it to every level and um, I would do it all again. Yeah, I think you have more than excelled your ambition. But isn't it just so funny that he couldn't understand what you meant? Because it's just true. We are all so different like my ambition could be totally different to yours and it's just literally appreciating everybody's outlook and what is so important to one person is just not as relevant to somebody else um but yeah you you've done fantastic on that um you. you talk there about law of attraction and there's obviously huge huge uh it's a huge topic with so many people and you talk there about your gut you knew even back then you were going to get a job what is like if somebody said to you sum up law of attraction you know or what's law of attraction in your opinion what would you have to say on that when i was younger i just knew like even when i was going to we were going holidays to butlins um here in like in ireland uh mosney um i'd say to my mom i'm just going off to get a friend and she'd say what do you mean i said i'm going off to get a friend and i'd come back and have one and then about the job but as i got older it became a little bit more, I don't say difficult, but maybe more challenging because I understand now law of attraction isn't just like, I want to become a millionaire. I want to be, have a child. I want to have a job. It's, it's about raising vibrations, about energy. So me starting off my day with, you know, thanking my pillow for a lovely sleep or my cup of coffee or my body butter, but, butter and my share, all them things. It's what brings up my vibration. And if I go, thank you, thank you, thank you to them, I'm raising my vibration. And when I'm out of sync, I can tell the difference because yeah. it's literally one thing after another. And sometimes I'm not like, you know, happy, happy all the time. And I have to kind of check in with myself, maybe use the word halt, like you'd say to yeah. a you know, horse. Am I hungry for the H? Am I angry? Am I lonely or am I tired? And sometimes I'm, it is like, like mindfulness, like mindfulness is checking in with yourself to see how you are. And sometimes I check in and I am it okay. You know, and it's okay not to be okay. As you said, in as said, always say, Lorraine, to have your day off and once it doesn't ripple into to others. But law of attraction for me is when I'm in sync and when my vibration is high and when I'm a little bit giddy and a little bit excited. And, you know, it's it's simple things like I might just attract, like, you know, I was talking to some, on, on the phone this morning to somebody and I was saying, oh, I love this girl club. And then I looked at my PJs and they actually had girl club and I was like you know yeah it's yeah. that type of stuff it's about opening my eyes and seeing and you know just accepting that you know law of attraction if you attitude of gratitude as the seeker would say you know be a magnet attract like will attract like so misery loves misery you know and raise above it but when I would have been lost in my dark days and I did have dark days and um, you know for my recovery and all my self-work as I'd like to call it 
um, I would have loved people seeing me struggling in the supermarket with my five children and all the shopping and the buggies. And I'd have the little face to go with it because I loved being the, in the poor me pity pot. For now, I cringe at that to think, oh my God, I, my, my validation, my self-worth was somebody else feeling sorry for me. And that to see how good of a job I was doing, I cut my hair into the mirror. I wore, I looked more, you know, I, I looked older years ago with the clothes I wore because they came first. But I wasn't showing my children a good example in that. For now, I'd be, would be encouraged to, to love myself and show by example. And it's like it ripples to the children. And um, the law of attraction in a nutshell to me is what do I want? I write it down. I either put it in a vision or on a vision board or in a vision box or keep it in my mind. I need, I like to write with pencil because it's closer to the earth. Uh, but that's, as I always say, someone might like a gold pen or whatever their thing is. But I've achieved so much with law of attraction um, and um, anybody can do it. People think, oh, because you're a psychic, you can do it. Because you're... No, if you believe it, it's not about saying it. And if you're looking for more and you're thinking lack, well, you're not going to be. So if you're looking for more, you have to be thankful. If you want to move, you have to be thankful for where you're living. If that's in a little shack, you have to be thankful for it. And you'll get bigger things to be thankful for. And if you're trying to get to a Z before A, you have to do the work, the process. And it's a process. And a lot of people give up halfway through and say, oh, it's really positive And I really wished it and I really believed it. And this came in and that came in. So it doesn't work. You're, you're, you need to be in a place of, oh, well, this is a journey. And like the secret book says, like you're, you're going up the road and you can see, you know, the country road, you can see so far and so far. And to enjoy, don't they say the journey is better than the destination? Because as soon as we get the house or the man or the girl or the job or the baby or the, the money, what next? What next? Yeah. Yeah. Always That's jump. work for me, you know, that yeah. type of way. I absolutely love the way you sum it up. You were one of the first few people to ever really dive into law of attraction with me. And I was only talking to two other girls and I said, talk about doing my, let's call it spiritual journey backwards. Do you know what I, well, I think I told you? I watched this weekend for the first time ever, The Secret. And I thought, how have I never watched this before? But I, I love the way you say law of attraction is much more than saying, well, I want this, I believe it and I'll get it. It is about raising your vibration. It is about getting to know yourself and literally every day honoring yourself. And I've talked before about the fact that some emotions can be called negative emotions. Like if we're angry or no, you've got to acknowledge that something has made you angry. So it's not okay to say, oh gosh, I'm angry and um, I better counteract that with something positive. That's not okay at all. And that's not the way. You got to look at that anger, give yourself permission to feel that anger and deal with that. And so I love when you say it's about raising your vibration because it is, it's literally checking in with yourself every single day and figuring out what you need. And then all these little practices, like we've given some of the ones that you do, Actually, another one that Maureen does is when you're planting your flowers or seeds. Yeah. I only said that, only said that yesterday because we, we have a, like a little spiritual garden in the back of our house. It's yeah. only small. We've got some like fairies and angels and stuff like that. But we call it, myself and my partner, we actually call it our spiritual garden. And um, it's it just, it's so special. Um, but what would like the red robins will come around there and stuff. And it's like, oh my God, red robin. And I remember my daughter saying to me, mom, like, you, you, it's not the red robin you seen 10 minutes ago. And I went, yeah, she's like, you're going on, you're only ever seeing it for the first time. And I'm looking at her as if to say, 
I'm so excited to see it. But that's what they mean to me. And like our butterflies and stuff like that. But the regards to planting the seed, the, to write the affirmation, either plant it in your garden or plant it in a plant. People say, oh, I have no garden. Buy a house plant. Plant it in, your, in the, the soil. And as you see the flower growing, your, your wish is growing. And um, it's quite funny because one of my friends um, planted stuff in a garden. And when the person moved into her house, they end up being on like, don't tell the bride. They end up getting pregnant. All the things she had planted in her garden, that person yeah. got the wishes. And yeah. it's, it was, we joke about it, you know, but the definitely there's always a way it's what you, but find your ritual. I always, when somebody says you have to do it this way, I, I always go, maybe because I'm a little bit stubborn, I always go, that's who, you know, yeah, I, know. I read my tarot cards the way I read them. Someone else says yeah. you must do a Celtic spread. I, I just, I've always been like that. Maybe I don't like rules or something, but if you believe something to work, that's why with, with different religions, you know, someone's praying, whoever you're praying to, whoever you believe in, it's what you believe will work. So if you believe in that stone or you believe in that medal, and I'm not trying to each to their own. I always say to people, if I say something that doesn't sit with you, over your head, this is just the way I look at things. But yeah. it's about thinking outside the box and, um, yeah, if you think planting a seed works for you and someone else thinks, you know, do something else, whatever feels right for you is right for you. It's yeah. not safe. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope everyone listening today, I just really hope that they, what they get is the importance of minding yourself every single day. And like you touched off there, I do always say, if you wake up and you're having a bad day, that's okay. It can be the buildup of anything. You can be overtired. You could have been given too much of yourself. Have your bad day. Lie in bed. Lie down and watch your Netflix. Do whatever it is that you need. Because if it's only for that day, all you're doing is honoring yourself. It's more, obviously, if it becomes, you know, a week in bed or whatever, then, you know, there's more of a, a deeper problem there. But it is okay to say, no, I have nothing to give today, except I'm just going to sit here and look after myself. And that's perfectly okay. So I really hope people are just seeing that the importance of looking after themselves, checking in with themselves and how one thing might work for you might not work for another. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means there is an abundance of tools and methods and intentions available to each and every one of us. So I really hope everyone has got something from today. And maybe that law of attraction is a bit clearer for them because like you said, it doesn't mean that there's something more special about you or me or anyone. Because I don't know about you, actually, I don't know if we've ever discussed this, but it drives me mad. You know, when you see, you see them everywhere with the law of attraction. Um, manifest £10,000 in 10 minutes and all this. Like, if you want to go, you know, if somebody's starting trying to figure out law of attraction and you see something like that, aren't you just setting yourself up for a fall straight away? But you know what I say, Lorraine, to my clients when they come, I just say, you know, start with something small because, you know, yeah. in 10 to bar, like a curly whirly, I'd say, or whatever. And you could be driving along in traffic back in the day when we could drive before this pandemic and um, they could be giving out free bars. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah. I remember my daughter was in town and she was like doing her like her healthy eating and stuff. And she just said to her husband, I, oh my God, I'm craving a, a galaxy bar of chocolate. And he was looking, okay. So they were walking, they had to go through, it was a kind of, a, it was in town, Stephen's Green in Dublin. And they had to go, there was something going on and they couldn't, they had to go out of the back door. And when she went out and came around, there was this huge, big stand 
giving out free galaxy bars and like law of attraction. It, that didn't matter to her if that big stand was there or not. She was going into the local the shop on the corner to get the yeah. bar. But you know, it's because your your energy doesn't really care. Like I often say, think of a friend that you haven't heard from in ages, but you don't really mind if you hear from them or not. And put that out and then you go, oh, that's a coincidence. There's no such thing. But start with small things because if we're growing up with, which like we were, a lot of us in Ireland and Dublin with poverty conscious and you had to finish what you eat and, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And, you know, it was always about, you know what I mean, lack. But for us to think of even, like even a thousand, you know, euros or dollars or, you know, whatever pounds. It's, so start with something small. And, you know, whether it, would it be a green juice or a bar of chocolate, start with something. And when it happens, you, you, you kind of go, oh, this works. And then at your own pace, build it up to, because if you can't feel it, if you can't imagine it in your mind, you're not going to feel it in your vibration. I'll never be a millionaire. or I'll never have that there. That's for other people. That's for all, you know, where if you start with something small, you can build it and then you go, you know, I mean, back in the day with me, I when I one of the, th the things I created a lot of attraction was I needed to get my teeth done. They were discolored and I hadn't got the money to get veneers done. And I put that on my vision board and I ended up going to a dentist, just a local dentist, nothing, you know, not a big place. And the second time I went back, she said, would you never think about getting veneers? And I said, how much do it cost? And I remember back a long time ago, she said it would be the the dentist said it would be over I think it was 3,600 for the ones on top and I hadn't got the money and I must save and then when I went back the next time I had it on my vision board and I said that would come I was asked to be a case study <laughs> and I mean I used to joke about it like you know I should have you know for different things but it literally is if I hadn't followed the hunch to go to that dentist it mightn't have happened if I had yeah. said so you need to, it's a bit like wanting to win the lotto and not buying the ticket. It's a bit like if you have a hunch to do something, go and do it. You know, it means just baby steps. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I never like talking online or I never like, you know, a lot of people don't like the sound of their voice or what if they say big words that I don't understand. Like I'd now joke about that. You know, I'd, I'd you know, I'd say, I'd rather you explain that to me than me answer that, you know. In other words, make a joke about yourself. I used to make this about Kellogg's. I'd say, oh, anything bigger than Kellogg's is too much for me. Mm -hmm. And it's about being you and the essence of you. We don't have to be the best. We don't have to be, we don't have to be most intelligent. There's different levels of intelligence. We don't have to have, oh, they had a better upbringing than me or they had this. It's about your tools and we can all achieve it. But if we're staying struck, in the inner child or we're saying stuck in the adolescent years you know we need to, to fill in the you know everyone's journey is different and yeah. as you said it's literally if you're going to say you're going to get 10 million or 10 thousand whatever you won't if you because you haven't start with something small baby steps and then it'll come in and when you're least expecting it it's like somebody trying to i'll just finish on this but it's like somebody you know wanted to win the lotto and they took a picture out of a magazine and in the magazine it said lotto and there was a person in the picture on the magazine they're not thinking of that person they put it on their vision board and they end up attracting the person that was in the actual picture into life and they're going oh my god you're actually on my vision board but when they're putting that picture down they're putting it down for lotto do you get what i'm saying it's yeah. all from what's in the background of what we visualize is what's going to happen it could be a house on a hill but it's often that because we're not holding the same reluctance. We're not holding on to it. It's free. So if you want something, intend it, 
set it free and it'll be in the universe time in our god or whatever you believe in timing but don't try and force it because then you'll go into low vibration absolutely um, and I love the way you say it's not like start with something small and it's not because you deserve something small, but it's more, it's learning the process, isn't it? Of really, you know, you're going to start off with checking in with yourself and minding yourself and then really noticing that, you know, you're meant for more, you're ready for that bit of magic. And but it has to be something that you believe, something you know, and you can actually visualize. Um, and then the process starts and you did say there too you've mentioned a few times about the robin and different things and synchronicities that happen in your life but I do love the way you'll always slow your life down and, and actually recognize the signs so many people won't they won't hear the song or they won't you know they just are, life is just too busy and they're not capturing it so yeah to, to slow down too and notice these signs coming in and to give the gratitude for them too is so important that has been amazing and I really hope and I know everyone has enjoyed it I really hope that people have so many new ideas and so many new practices and such an understanding of starting off on the journey of law of attraction and manifesting the life that you deserve and the life that you dream of it has been absolutely fabulous having Maureen here Maureen is a psychic medium and your Facebook and your Insta, they're both Psychic Maureen Quinn, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And she goes live on both of them. And I have to say, <laughs> it's a lovely, lovely space to be in. She really doesn't take herself too seriously. She could be caught recording upside down or <laughs> anything, but she'll, uh, it's a fabulous space. So I would definitely recommend checking Maureen out. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed today. And again, it has been an absolute honour. And I've been so excited to have you here. So thank you so much, Maureen. The pleasure's been all mine, Lorraine. And thank you so much. And uh, as I always say, namaste. Namaste. That brings us to the end of today's show. Remember, until we're together again, to keep checking in with yourself. What is it that you need every day? A sincere thank you to each and every one of you for listening today. It really does mean a lot. And if you don't want to miss any more of this amazing content, please subscribe. If you feel inclined, please leave a review. It's been an honour to spend time with you today. Thank you for listening.